Welcome to the Mama Matters podcast. Whether you're expecting, you've recently given birth, or you're just starting along your fertility journey, it's time to get down to the nitty gritty and sort fact from fiction. I'm your host, Rosie Dumbrell, physiotherapist and pregnancy expert. Mama Matters aims to provide an easily digestible, up-to-date and evidence-based approach to pregnancy, birth and motherhood with a side dose of humour along the way. Interviews from the industry's leading experts and experience of my own adventures as a mother to three gorgeous boys under four. I want to share the stuff that helps to grow confidence throughout motherhood. Mama Matters is a podcast by Lenny Rose Active and this is what you can expect to hear in upcoming episodes. And we sort of describe it as being a a toolkit approach to birth. So it really does equip mothers with relaxation techniques and skills for a calm pregnancy and birth. Welcome back. Welcome to episode five. I'm really excited to be here today and to be introducing our interviewee, Rosie Fitzclarence. Rosie founded Geelong Born in 2016, which was grown out of the desire to provide quality childbirth education and maternity support to families in the Geelong region. She is a registered nurse and midwife of over 16 years and hypnobirthing practitioner. So I know Rosie through my own experience of hypnobirthing and was lucky enough to have her educate me in the comfort of my own home last year in preparation for my third birth with Leo and uh, Rosie's used to me calling on her frequently. I had such a positive experience that it's something that I really desire to share with others to be able to access these amazing resources and one of the great things about hypnobirthing is that uh, there is a lot of information available online and especially in our current situation we can access information and also still courses whether it be in that sort of more group setting or in a one-to-one still available online and over zoom so we're in such a crazy time at the moment and there is no doubt a lot more stress and a lot more fear around childbirth given that we're in amongst you know this really unprecedented pandemic of COVID-19 and so it was really important to me to be able to provide as much positive information and resources that we can through the Mama Matters podcast and I really hope that you can take away some great information today on how you can best support yourself through a time of change and how you can still hopefully come out the other end of your birth having had a positive and supported experience through empowering yourself and also you know upskilling your partner as much as possible i hope you enjoy ladies So Rosie, can you start by kind of giving us a little bit of introduction to uh, what hypnobirthing is and I guess what the main premises around the hypnobirthing philosophy are? Sure. Thanks, Rosie. So hypnobirthing really is just, it's a positive childbirth education program uh, for women and their birth partners. Uh, the Hypnobirthing Australia course is really just combines some, some wonderful tools and knowledge uh, in a really quite a comprehensive course uh, and we sort of describe it as being a, a toolkit approach to birth. So it, it really does equip mothers with relaxation techniques and skills for a calm pregnancy and birth. And the Positive Birth Program enhances a mother's understanding of pregnancy and birth and helps her overcome any fears and anxieties. So yeah. mums learn how to let go of these anxieties and we actually use uh, a technique that involves some conditioning. So conditioning to release uh, positive birth hormones and a big one is endorphins and these are Mother um, Nature's wonderful pain relievers. So when it comes to labour and giving birth, you can really um, yeah, utilise these to your advantage. Sadly, 
it has been legislated recently, obviously with the COVID-19 pandemic, that women are only allowed one birth support person mm. in the birthing room with them. And this does actually include um, antenatal appointments as well. They're often restricted to just one support person or sometimes I think some hospitals have actually asked them not to bring anyone else in attendance. Mm. And, you know, this is pretty full on, especially if it's your first pregnancy. I know by the time I was pregnant the second time around, I forgot to even invite my husband to the ultrasound. But um, <laughs> but, but first time around, obviously, it is a, it is a really, really oh, big deal. And, you know, I for know. most people, probably they wouldn't forget to invite their husband mm. to the ultrasound even second time around. Yeah, so it's a really, really tough um, time. Yeah. And luckily in Australia, we still are allowing a support person. I think we need to take that sort of positive side of it. But, yeah, if you are, whether you're in a public or a private hospital, what sort of support do women have in terms of do they have the same access to a midwife support in the birthing room in private versus yeah. public and how is that sort of rolling out yeah. at the moment with COVID-19? So presently, and we know everything's changing day by day, of course, but Absolutely. Uh, mm. yeah, presently the midwifery care within the hospitals are still remaining the same. There is certainly that precaution in terms of, I suppose, the PPA, the protective attire and equipment that, that care providers wear, the hand hygiene. Uh, there are absolutely, in that antenatal period, limiting exposure through, you know, shortening antenatal appointments and, and certainly environmental only you know the the real essential people into into that um, space but look mm-hmm. in labor at this point in time I think now more than ever mothers need that increased support both you know physically emotionally and yes maybe there was an additional support person that was planning to be there and that's a big big shift for a mother um, to have to to take on you know mentally and also mm-hmm. the role for the, the partner as well yeah the, the birth partner may you know be faced with now being that primary that support and now having to quickly uh, look into their own skills and how mm. the tools that they have. And I think that's a big jump for, for those those couples. And I think, you know, some absolutely fine, they take it in their stride, but for others it can be quite daunting. So that's where I'm really understanding your options and, and knowing what you can do to bring into, into your birth uh, environment so, you know, you feel safe and well supported. But ultimately at this point in time, the midwifery care in labour is the same, but probably just with the appearances. So the precautions mm. made through protective wear and and really just, yeah, I suppose all all care providers have that increased workload <laughs> with mm. juggling, you know, patient care, but also ensuring safety, providing, yeah, that emotional support for, for families that are maybe experiencing uh, increased, you know, worries, anxieties about, about this time. So, yeah, it's, mm. it's big. And is that um, sort of care the same across both public and private in terms of the sort of access to midwif- midwifery support throughout the yeah. birthing process? And I guess in birth centres and things it like that, does that vary, yeah, all? depending on the setting and even you know different locations of yeah for each sort of uh, hospital or so facility. some hospitals might have their That's own right. um, yes specific so, uh, I guess yes yeah, so you might need to look up those individual yeah, so it does it does yeah. you know, come down to the individual uh, hospital policies and and what they're mm. you know uh, uh, implementing at the time but really or mothers uh, in labor will have access to a midwife mm-hmm. obviously in the private setting an obstetrician is the lead 
care provider, but there will be also that that midwife in in the birth uh, environment as well in intrapartum care. So certainly in in the public, yeah, midwives are yeah taking up the majority of intrapartum care for mothers and yeah and families. Mm-hmm. So it is you know as close to remaining the same, but just with some some safety precautions yeah included into this, and really for those non-essential I suppose appointments limiting those and even some investigations are being altered as well to to ensure that yeah mums and babies are safe mm, okay and it's obviously about protecting the healthcare workers yeah, as well as it's a double edged sword so yeah. that's one thing that potentially might you know help to flip a little bit of the mindset around it is you know we do really need to protect it's, it goes both mm. ways and we need to protect the healthcare workers as well so that they can continue to that's assist it. as many other yeah. women as possible for as long as possible so yeah I can't imagine what it would be mm. like to be pregnant at the moment yeah, it's no. really really a scary mm. time but that's one of the main reasons I wanted to chat to you because you know I think one of the I've actually done hypnobirthing for all three of mm. my pregnancies and labors slash births and just found it just so incredible that I was able to have such you know three such amazingly mm. positive births and the third time around obviously was when I met you yes. and um, <laughs> you came to our house and you were so beautiful and just sort of helped but the big reason that I wanted to sort of go back and do it that third time was because I'd always done it on my own hadn't really involved Paul my yes, husband yeah. and I really wanted him to understand that I needed his his role to be you know what his role was in the birth and mm. that's a really beautiful thing that hypnobirthing does is it helps sort of really educate and involve the partner and in the current situation mm. where we maybe have you know, less support or less people that are allowed to attend our birth, you know, that support person really does need to step up and learn some new skills. And there is the potential, I guess, for, you know, that relationship to be uh, strengthened through this process. And so, you know, this podcast is really about sort of offering as many positive solutions Mm. and I guess touch points as possible. And yeah, so can you perhaps talk to the top three techniques that hypnobirthing can offer to help bring a woman into power Mm. in the pregnancy and birthing process. So there's many ways that hypnobirthing can help, but I suppose number one is creating uh, that really strong positive mindset. And so many of the tools that I talk about in my classes is fundamentally doing that. So what I really recommend is um, for mothers and their birth partners to really immerse themselves in positive birth stories. So that could be listening to uh, birth podcasts. Yay. Yeah. Like yours, Rosie. Um, even uh, Australian birth stories. Yes, yes. we're doing it. Another um, there should be another potty with with Sophie Amazing. as well. Actually, it's, yeah, <laughs> the best. It, I just adore it, and it's um, certainly one of my absolute faves. So yeah, mm. uh, inspiring birth stories, even some you know positive birth videos, so that mothers can really see how how you know amazing this event can be. This you know life events, a normal physiological process of the body, and just to reaffirm to them that okay, I can do this. Is what we're designed to do. That also may you know involve the use of visualizations or affirmations so two of our big tools so affirmations can you can read them you can listen to them you can, you can speak them daily and eventually through this repetition when it becomes ingrained it becomes this new habit and you're creating these new strengthened more positive thought patterns so uh, I really do uh, recommend mothers spend lots of time visualizing their best birth how they want to birth and yeah really cementing that in with 
these positive affirmations. So yeah, and just you know coming to to trust the process. Everything around uh, everything really that a mother needs is is right there inside her, and she has this inbuilt innate wisdom and the birth instincts to carry her through. So it's just really tapping into that and knowing that it is something that her body is designed to do. I know it's you know challenging this time in you know with everything we see we're exposed to through the news with coronavirus and COVID-19 with all the you know it's splashed up everywhere in front of our faces so I think you know maybe trying to even minimize if we're feeling anxious about that um, removing ourselves just slightly from the the news channels or social media platforms that's you know giving us too much and fixing you know and directing our sort of preparations towards positive. Yeah and so that's really great thank you and yeah and then how can the hypnobirthing program or the philosophy Mm. of hypnobirthing help with upskilling a partner and getting them to understand how they can be the best support person that they can be throughout the process. So this is a a really big component of the course here at Birthing Australia there is yeah a lot of the content is directed towards the birth partner it's all you know it's very inclusive everything every tool and technique it's there for, for the birth partner as well so essentially what the birth partner will learn is really how to use these relaxation techniques and you know that might involve the use of touch through light touch a technique called the anchor touch even acupressure we can encourage the partner to use prompts pretty brilliant little cheat sheet but uh, all, all mm. birth partners um, <laughs> can refer to if their mind goes blank it can happen yeah setting up that really calm birth environment so you know the majority of, of babies are born in hospitals and I think knowing that you can actually put a few things in place to to set up that calm birth environment in your, your hospital room I know you know when you walk into a you know a clinical environment it can be a little bit you know even daunting so you can mm-hmm. uh, adjust that to ensure that it's the mother does feel safe and that her hormones can can flow optimally oxytocin being the, the big one and and there's any fear or anxieties that's yeah minimized through these little uh changes to the atmosphere i suppose yeah mm, and the support person really can, becomes that sort of advocate for what the mother's intentions and wishes Absolutely. are um, yeah. and that sort of i guess one of the things that i really loved about hypnobirthing was just the education side of things around i guess knowing what what the options are and knowing that you know as the birthing woman i have the right to ask questions mm. and you know to set my desires out and obviously you know birth is very much a fluid situation and things can change and you know mm. at times intervention is obviously required but asking you know the right questions along the way so that you don't feel like anything has been robbed mm. of you and you you know if it ends up that you come to a c-section that you know you still felt like you were involved in that process and and that it was the right decision for you at the time rather than being sidelined by it and I guess feeling like you were forced into a situation that you weren't uh, prepared for mentally definitely yeah so yeah I really do think it's it's important for um, the mother and her partner to thinking about our preferences how we see our birth but doing this together so 
also uh, as a couple, you can you know build that solid knowledge base and really understand what your options are. You'll uh, understand what choices are laid out to you. So you can also weigh up the pros and cons and making solid, informed decisions. You know, often we hear you know stories where you know birth partners really did st- step into that the role of the advocate for the mother and baby, and that mm. they were assertive and um, did this wonderful job making sure that any sort of goals or preferences that the couple had were being communicated. And I think that's really important for, for mothers to feel confident that, yeah, her partner has got her, her back. You know, they're um, working together as a team to, to ensure everything's happening as, as they please, as they wanted it to happen. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And one of the other things that came to mind when I was thinking about this interview was one of the modules that you guys offer in hypnobirthing is, it's called, is it called Change of Circumstances? Yeah, yeah. So I thought that that could be something that perhaps you could speak to because obviously Mm. there might be a lot of people who, you know, had a particular birth support person in mind that they may now not be able to have in addition to their partner. And, you know, I thought, I think this one, that one is is definitely around maybe if you then have a a C-section and you weren't planning to Mm. or, but I feel like there will be a lot of tools in there around, okay, how can I cope with the fact that the situation that I thought was going to happen now isn't? Yeah. So the great thing about the program is often we say, you know, parents attend the course, you know, between 20 or 30 odd weeks, do your preparation. But we know that sometimes in the lead up to a birth, there there might be medical circumstances that arise. So the wonderful thing is that we can do a little add on and it is a change of circumstances. It's an online program that parents Parents can really direct all these tools, yeah, they've learnt to to a planned cesarean birth. So I think the great mm. thing is that, you know, we're planning for, you know, parents are preparing themselves for a calm, natural birth, but they've also got the knowledge and tools to effectively deal with any special circumstances if they were to pop up. So showing that, you know, we're as parents, we're understanding, you know, we need to be flexible at times. There's many things that we control in, in the birth process, especially how, how we respond and how our thoughts <laughs> but we can't control mm. absolutely everything and it's it's good to to have some consideration into uh, a plan b or a plan c if required for you know the best health for mum and baby mm. Absolutely. And look, birth never goes according yeah. to plan. And I, I certainly had to really yeah. draw on those kind of resources with Leo yes. because I was thinking about, you know, having potentially having a home birth and then he was early. early. And so yeah. I was then going into hospital, which I really didn't want to do. So I had to really draw on all of the tools that I've been learning throughout the hypnobirthing course. And I found that I was able to get myself That's out of right. it yeah. by drawing on tools that I'd been yeah, practicing. And had practiced mm. really off and on mm. for years that's now. Yeah. yeah, so that's really, really great. Look, one of the other issues I'm I'm thinking is something that's important to touch on is obviously people may have a little bit less access Mm. to free-flowing income at the moment and also obviously face-to-face with Mm. courses and things like that is restricted. So what's some sort of really cost-effective ways that people can access the information and then are there still, there's obviously still online elements that they can use as well. So there's lots of options, I suppose. We do have, uh, there's the 
the the full online course. So this is the Hypnobabs program that that has been around for for a little while now. It's been, it's a few years old, certainly pre COVID nineteen. But this is a great starting point. So it's you know the the basics courses is one ninety nine, which is a really great way for parents to uh, be able to learn the full program. It's a really great yeah full you know hypnobirthing course that you can do from home. This this isn't a live course. This program has been put together by our amazing Melissa Spilstead, uh, the founder and director of mm. Hypnobirthing Australia. And this can be done at your own pace and comfort of your home. And it's, yeah, there's lots of additional videos and resources there to call upon. So you can certainly start with mm. that. But if you want more of that sort of interaction, the more sort of personalized approach, uh, yeah, we, we're not doing it completely face to face at the moment, of course, but we're adjusting, we're adapting. I think that's um, important. And I'm doing all my courses now via Zoom. For the last, uh, I think it's been uh, three or four weeks now, I've had two courses come through via Zoom and uh, it's been a steep learning curve for me but just loving the new format and the course mm. is attended exactly the same way as a face-to-face but just tuning in via home. So video link up, you can ask questions, you can be part of the, yeah, the exercise. Yep, we do practical stuff, we do relaxation, uh, all the knowledge, the full content. You still get the same amazing folio of resources too that that I provide. So it's the full course just, yeah, with a computer. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, Mm. so great to know that people can still access and still access that specialised or additional support through the sort of face-to-face element as well. So (laughs) I should add, if if anyone listening and interested in the online course but want a little bit more of that personalised approach too, then there's always an option for doing a private session with me via Zoom on top of that. So that's a nice way to to um, to get a little bit more with the with the online course. So yeah, and you also have a little bit of a, a bit special, of a special that you're going to offer yeah. our listeners just to make it a little bit more accessible for so, them. Yes, for um, for the listeners, I'm really happy to take off another ten percent. So actually, it works out to be a hundred dollars off my standard price. So I think that's a it's a nice opportunity to do now. So if if you are keen, head to the website, do the booking, and mention yeah Lenny Rose and we I'll just knock off that hundred dollars so it's easy yeah oh mm. thanks so much <laughs> <laughs> so great well thank you so much for your time Rosie I know time is precious as a busy working oh, mum thank you um, it's been a real pleasure thank you for yeah, yeah you know that I'll still keep harassing <laughs> you because I just you know had such a profoundly oh, positive experience working mm. with you and with hypnobirthing so thank you so much What a wealth of knowledge Rosie is and just a well of positive resources. And, you know, at this time in particular, I think we really need to arm ourselves with as much knowledge as possible and as much positivity as possible. And I really can't recommend highly enough to check out hypnobirthing and other similar programs. There's definitely a lot of really great programs out there that offer a similar toolkit. Uh, Calm Birth is one. And I know there's a lot of other different programs out there as well. So please do your research and find a way to help gain knowledge and through knowledge, some confidence in your body's innate ability to birth a baby. We work put on this planet to grow humans and to birth them and we have everything that we need inside of us as Rosie said so I hope that there is just a small amount of comfort for those expecting mamas out there and if you would like to reach out to Rosie I will pop her details in the show notes but you can find her on Instagram at Geelong Born 
and her website is geelongborn.com.au. If you're enjoying what you're listening to, please shout us out on social media and we can't wait to share with you upcoming episodes and stay tuned, stay well and stay home. We'll speak to you soon, ladies. Bye. Bye.